Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We head down to Florida. Jupiter is where the Cardinals are in spring training. And our friend John Denton, who covers the Cardinals for MLB.com, just go to Cardinals.com and you can read his fine work. He joins us now on the Celebrity Line. Good morning, Mr. Denton. How are you, sir? I'm doing wonderful, Randy. I'm sitting here watching uh, rundown practice right now. And one Ozzie Smith is not too far away. And uh, so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's pitcher's fielding practice day here in Jupiter. It's one of the things, to an extent, the Cardinals missed out on, to to an extent, last year because of the World Baseball Classic. I know that was part of the reason that their fundamentals lacked a little bit, because they just didn't have everybody in camp. It's a different world when everybody is there, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. You know, yeah, last year guys would show up and they were here for two days and then they were taken off. You know, Tommy Edmond had to fly to South Korea and Lars Newport had to fly over there as well to Japan. And, you know, so obviously, you know, naturally their focus was distracted. And, you know, you say, well, every team was missing players. Cardinals had 18 guys that were leaving for that. And they were big guys. You know, it was Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt and Adam Wainwright and Miles Michaelis. It was some of their biggest guys and Tommy Edmond and Lars Newport. So, Yes, every team had guys off, but the Cardinals had their main guys off. And I do think it, you know, while it helped uh, grow the game and and all that, it did, you know, kind of bother the Cardinals a little bit having that many players gone. Hey, John, last time that we talked to you, we were discussing your story about the offseason with Sonny Gray, and you watched him and observed him down in Tennessee. And now you're watching him during spring training. What have you seen from him so far? Yeah, Brooke, it's, it's really, you know, eye-opening to see the way – Sonny Gray is in charge of every drill that he runs. Sonny Gray is in charge of every side session. Uh, he has a plan. He's vocal. Uh, the first day, you know, we're out here on that Tuesday, and Sonny Gray gets on the mound. He's a zero-zero count. Uh, get in on his hands, throw the ball inside, make it break back across the plate, and then he does exactly that. And, you know, even after every session, he gets the catchers together and he's like, this is what I want to throw in this count. I'm going to be throwing it down the middle, but it's going to end up on the outside corner. And, you know, he he is in charge of every session. Uh, every young Cardinal pitcher sits behind him when he throws. He shares his thoughts with them. He's the kind of leader that this team wanted. You know, they knew they were getting a really good pitcher, the guy with the third best ERA in baseball last year. I don't think they quite knew how infectious his intensity would be and how infectious, how much of a willing leader he would be. And he's really opened a lot of eyes in this camp so far. Hey, John, good to hear your voice. I wanted to ask you about uh, potential of a Paul Goldschmidt extension. And then on top of that, usually there are candidates to be extended in spring under Mo. So part one, latest on Goldie. Part two, maybe some candidates that could be looking at an extension. Yeah, Danny Mac, uh, you know, in November when we're at the GM meetings, that Mo said that that was one of the priorities. They want him around. He's about all the right things. They want him to sign an extension. They want Goldie to finish his career as a Cardinal. In February, Mo said that the group had kind of backed off of that. You know, they want to kind of take a wait and see. I totally think it will happen at some point. 
you know, you want that guy in your clubhouse. He is every bit the leader that, that you know, that he we think of him as. Like, he's not afraid to speak up in those settings. He's not an openly vocal guy, but he will speak up and, you know, tell guys the truth. And they want him here. Um, you know, it may not happen this spring. It may not be until – 30 games in the season, but I do think it's a priority for the Cardinals. You want Paul Goldschmidt. If you lost to Paul Goldschmidt, you would be looking for another guy just like him. So I I do, you know, while it's pushed down the road a little bit, I do still think it's a priority for the team. And then on top of that, maybe uh, those that could be extended in this spring. You know, it's hard to say, and I I don't mean to put you on the spot, but there are candidates that potentially could be there. Has there been any talk of that, or is there anybody you can think of off the top of your mind that might be an extension candidate? I think Ryan Helsley would be a perfect candidate for that, you know, and there's there's you know, there's a reason that he's here early, he's working hard, he's, he's he wants to be a guy who can pitch sixty innings, he wants to be a guy who can pitch back to back days, he wants to be able to pitch three times in four days. Uh, you know, he he's expressed to the team that, that he wants to be here and uh he's had a really good camp so far and I, I think I think he would be at the top of that list that you know, if you want to, if you want to believe in Ryan Helsley, like you know, you can you can lock him up for the long term, and he's kind of in the prime of his career right now. So I think he would be at the top of that list. John Denton with us on 101 ESPN. Another guy that would seem logical to most fans is Jordan Walker because of the Julio Rodriguez and you see the Jackson Churio. It seems like the price for Jordan Walker, if you don't sign him now, is only going to go up, up, up. Yeah, you know, Randy, if you look at. Uh, Bobby Witt Jr.'s numbers as a rookie compared to Jordan Walker's numbers as a rookie, they're very similar. You know, Jordan didn't have the stolen bases, but I think Bobby Witt had 20 home runs and 600 at-bats, whereas, you know, Jordan Walker had 16 home runs and and 350 at-bats or something like that. So the numbers are very similar. Now, where Bobby Witt hit was year two when he hit 30 home runs and stole 65 bases and stuff like that. If if Jordan could make that leap this this season and have a really good second season, I totally see, could see the Cardinals, you know, trying to lock him up after year two because, you know, you know this kid is on a collision course for greatness. Uh, you know, I always joke he was built in a in a lab somewhere, six <laughs> six, two hundred fifty pounds, uh, great intelligence, great maturity. You know he's going to be a star. So if he has a big second year, who knows? He maybe he could get that through a $287 million contract, just like Bobby Witt. Really is a star. Well, I want to go back to the starting rotation, John, because of their daunting schedule to start the season, the Cardinals seem to be just toying with the idea of using six starters to start the season, saying that they, so with the fact that they might be using six starters, who do you think that that potential six starter could be as of right now? Well, I think it's going to come down to Matthew Libertor or Zach Thompson. You know, there's, uh, Ali Marmol said this morning, confirmed it, what we all thought. Uh, the, the split squad doubleheader on Saturday, Zach Thompson's going to pitch one game. Matthew Libertor is going to pitch the other. They're both going to start. We don't know who's going to stay here and who's going to take the bus ride to Port St. Lucie yet. But, you know, those would be the two candidates to uh, to move into that sixth spot. And, you know, they are worried because, you know, they start off the season with eight straight games. You play four at Dodger Stadium. You play three against Mike Schilt in, in San Diego come home and play the Marlins. So you're playing eight games right off the bat, and I think it's like 13 games in 14 days to start off the season. So, you know, maybe going to that sixth starter and, you know, saving guys early in the season would be a good idea. And I really think it's Matthew Libertor's job to lose. You know, he's the guy that has done this before. He's the guy who's shown that high-end potential. And it's going to come down between Zach and and Matthew Libertor, and one of those two guys will, will win that battle, no doubt. 
You know, we had a fun conversation about what if, and that's what a lot of this is, what if this happens, guy gets injured, guy is uh, unsuccessful in spring training, and we're talking about Mason Wynn. What would be a a backup plan, John, in terms of, God forbid, he gets injured, you never want to see that, or he is not productive for, let's say, six weeks of the regular season. What would be a backup plan at shortstop that the Cardinals, with what they have right now, could look towards? Yeah, you know, Danny Mac, it's funny you asked that because like 11 minutes ago, I think I just asked Ali Marmol who's <laughs> back shortstop. I, you know, because they mentioned, you know, just because Tommy Edmond can do it, do you want him to be your backup shortstop or do you want him focusing on center field? And and Ali was was pretty adamant that they want they they view Tommy Edmond as their backup shortstop. And you know, if this thing goes off the rails and Mason doesn't play well, I think the the plan would be to shift Tommy to center. Uh, shift Tommy to shortstop, and then either use Dylan Carlson or even Victor Scott the second in center field. Uh, you know, I think that's the break glass if necessary plan. They all believe that that Mason's ready for this. That you know, if you look every level he's been at, he's kind of struggled those first six weeks, and then he caught up to the competition and took off. So they think the kid's gonna gonna win the job. But if they don't, you move Tommy Edmond back to short, and then you. You know, you give Dylan Carlson or, or Victor the, the shot in center field. John Denton, last thing for me, and you mentioned how Sonny Gray is kind of taking charge and, and saying what he's going to do. Last year, when the whole kerfuffle with Wilson Contreras popped up, the Cardinals talked about him not really being familiar enough with their processes. Well, now he's got three new starters and other new relief pitchers to learn. Have you been able to observe or find out how they've changed the processes to allow Wilson Contreras to learn the new pitchers? Yeah, you know, a lot of times, Randy, when when uh, when Sonny Gray's on the mound, it's Wilson Contreras catching his bullpen. When it's Miles Michaelis, uh, you know, it's Sonny Gray. I mean, it's uh, it's Wilson Contreras catching his bullpen. I can tell you this: even before the players reported, Wilson lives in Orlando in the off season. He would drive the two hours and come down and catch Miles Michaelis's bullpen. He would drive down and catch Stephen Matz's bullpen. Uh, so he was making the effort to. To you know, to build a relationship with these guys, and you know, you see them; they're they're almost inseparable in spring training. But if one of those big horses is on the mound, usually Wilson's going to be the guy catching them uh, in the bullpen. And there's always a skull session afterwards where the pitchers and catchers talk. And man, Wilson's Wilson's been a delight. You can see how much more relaxed he is this year. He feels like he's home. He feels like this is his spot now. So you know, I give Wilson credit for you know he got here early. He made the effort to come down from Orlando to work out with these guys. He's, he's due for a big year because he, he took a lot of unnecessary criticism last year, and I, re- I really think he's he's going to you know be the catcher the Cardinals need this year. As you watch uh, the competitions that are taking place in camp, it looks like the lineup is pretty much set. You know the rotation is. Is there a bench spot, number one, John, that's up for grabs, and then I guess bullpen competition would be first and foremost? Yeah, in the bullpen – there's five spots that are pretty much you could write down right now. You know, you're going to have you're going to have Helsley, you're going to have Gallegos, you're going to have Kittredge, you're going to have Middleton. Um, who's the fifth one? I'm thinking there there was one more, uh, either Palante or King in there. But there's there's kind of three spots up for grabs in that bullpen. And you know, it's do you go with the guy who has the funky delivery? Do you go with the guy who could throw multiple innings? Uh, you know, Ali Marmol said this morning they're going to take the the best three of that group. But, you know, sometimes the best three is a guy, a righty, who gets out lefties like Volante. Sometimes it's a guy 
you know, uh, like Libertor, who can who can be your long reliever if you need. So, you know, those those final three spots in the bullpen are, are one area. And then, you know, do you have Matt Carpenter and Alec Burleson on the on the roster? You know, I mean, they basically both play first base. They, they're DHs, they're lefty bats. Uh, you know, so some of those spots off the bench are, like you said, are, are definitely up in play. Uh, and then the three spots in the bullpen. I'd say that's where the, the biggest areas of competition still remain. John, it's 45 degrees right now in St. Louis. Would you recommend that we be in Jupiter, Florida? <laughs> yes, but this is like Florida winter today. I was just talking to somebody. This is like one of the three days in Florida when you actually use the heat. So I think it's two <laughs> here today, and people are acting like it's 32. So it's <laughs> cold comparatively. You guys have more worse than we do right now. It's, it's being beautiful here. I love it. Uh, John, it's always good to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. We'll talk soon, and we'll see you soon. Thank you, sir. Okay, guys. Take care. Thanks. See you later. John Denton, you can read his great work at cardinals.com. He covers the Cardinals and uh, provides a lot of great information, as he just did there.